Blog Talk Radio. All right. Sunday night, late night radio. What fun. Up this morning, looking for my shoes. Look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? episode here on Francie and Friends, and I am very excited about this show because our longtime friend, good buddy of ours, we love having this guy on. It's never a dull moment with this guy. He's also helped out with the show for a long time. He's really given us a good, we, we, we definitely, we just adore him. Okay, there. Yes, even William and Tom. So, yes, tonight we do have Jason Hignite. Woohoo! Oh, uh, Yay! That, Francie. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got We're David glad to have you back. Well, thanks, man. I, I, I've missed the debauchery. I really have. I need more of the fancy <laughs> debauchery in my life. Exactly. It's exactly. And he is going to be joined by Aaron Dalton, who is a, from what I understand, is a very fantastic director and they're going to be talking about their new movies that are coming out. Uh, apparently, they're having a good time in the indie world, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that with them today. Uh, one quick thing, quick shout-out, Aaron D. Johnston. Did anybody see the post? Well, he's at the World Beard Competition, the World in Germany, and Aaron D. Wow! Second place in goatee. Second well, place. Well, they had a famous dude know. with a funny mustache over there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, congratulations. Didn't know about the beards. 
that that that's pretty cool though. That's that that's so funny that he started growing his beard from a little TV show called Whisker Wars that really didn't do too well. He said, "Hey, I can do that," and so he did. And now he's second place in the in the world. He's got the second best goatee in the world. So big shout out, Aaron D. Johnston. That's awesome. Soft. You'll get that later. Okay, and also speaking of Aaron D. Johnston, do not forget that he is uh, carrying that very nice product called Honest Amish, and I swear, Tom and William, you're going to get it this year. Okay? I got my job back. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they do have that great great product. It's called Honest Amish. Um, It is... Fantastic. My friend here from South Carolina, he got to use it on his uh, goatee. He said his goatee never felt so soft. So, Honest Thomas Products, uh, go on their website, type in the promo code Talking Beards. You will get 10% off of your order. It's a great product. Everybody should try it. They don't just make beard soap. They make they make body soap and everything. It's, it's a great, clean product. And it smells it smells really good, too. So there you go, Honest Thomas. Check it out if you get a chance. I know Jason has that little beard thing going on there too. Just say. Yeah, okay. as a, I'm, I'm very interested in the beard products, so I will go check it out. Yeah, remember, uh, write down, uh, promo code Talking Beards, and you will get a discount on the website. <clears throat> so love yeah, it. It's, it's product. And it's no before we bring Jason and Aaron on officially, any announcements? Yeah, I've got I've got announcements for okay. Nancy. Hey, Jason. Yes, yes. Hey, hey. Hey. Yeah, Black Bedsheet Books has new releases, um, and uh, that uh, uh, we we just uh, released Mary Quijano's book, The Indian Problem, um, today which is really good. She's the author of Bloodmaster um, that uh, came out about the same time that my novels came out in 88 and 89. Uh, hers was from Zebra Books. And uh, <clears throat> so she uh, um, made an agreement with me to publish this masterpiece. And it's, uh, um, it's actually uh, a fictionalized portion of history of the uh, Canadian government and the Roman Catholic Church back in the um, early 20th century uh, in Canada when they actually stole indigenous children and put them in boarding schools. And add that and, and the horrifying practices that the nuns and, and the Catholic Church imposed upon them and put the Wendigo in there. Um, uh, to make it like horrifying for everybody, it's it's uh, it, it's fantastic. It's called the Indian Problem. Just came out today. It's everywhere books are sold. It's on Amazon, also and at BlackBedsheetBooks.com. Also, um, we are coming out with uh, probably overnight tomorrowish because I'm doing the final edits for it. Is uh, Tom Sawyer's third book. Um, in his In Rod We Trust series, Twilight Zone, um, based uh, stories, inspired stories. And, uh, and Tom's actually with us on the show. Hey, Tom. Mm. Hey. I'm real excited yeah. about it, And too. so that's going to be coming out in, in Rod We Trust again. So working on that, that should come out tomorrow. And also just around the corner we have a book by Patrick James Ryan, uh, the author of The Night it got out and the night they got out and that's coming up just around cool. the corner later on this week and also i'm getting books republished by sue dent who's been in the hospital for the last almost two years now um, because she oh. uh, um, she uh, um, got she was uh, she had a stroke and uh, half of her body was paralyzed for like two years she's just getting to use her body again and we've been having conversations on the phone and everything so her electric angel is the first one that i'm republishing that should come out this week as well 
Um, and uh, so, as a matter of fact, I hear that she, uh, for the first time in almost two years, um, posted on Facebook, on her page again. So she's starting to um, be able to use her right hand. And I hear that she's starting to walk better again, too, with assistance, but she's walking. So, yes, so uh, a lot of uh, her Thirsting for Blood series is to follow. So that, that's going to be great, too. But anyway, for anything else, blackbedsheetbooks.com or downwarden.com when it comes to my stuff, So which I'm coming out with a collection at the end of the year, too. So that's the screwy, groovy ghoulies. Very groovy. Yeah. Right. Any other thoughts? Awesome thoughts. We'll say it because Aaron D. Johnson got number two. Congratulations, Aaron. You deserve it. All right. Don William, any announcements? Uh, nothing yet. Uh, other than conventions, I'm, I got July's pretty booked. I got one every other week. First of oh, July. Thundertown, nice. middle of July, I got Arts on the Bay in Alpena, and then the third, last weekend of July, I have uh, Motor City Nightmares in Novi here in Michigan. So Nice. That's it. No, that's not bad at all. No. All right, then let me and just take one more. And also a grandson on the way in July, too, so. Nice. Yeah, the end of the month. Mom. <laughs> Did I name him Tom Sawyer too? No, no, nope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, let yeah, me just make one more quick. I did forget about this one at the beginning. You probably heard that Sunday night, late night radio. What fun! That was done by our good friend here, also a friend of his name, Saul He the creator of the massive popular TV show Cheaters. And the original host, uh, he has a new project that he's doing. It's called Food Wrestling. What he does is he basically is spending his own money, and he is rescuing stray dogs or abused dogs, and he's putting them into a retreat, and it's like a reservation, and they're getting the dogs better, they're training, and they're getting the dogs to great families, you know, families for them. So congratulations to Tommy Habib. I believe you can also see the TV show on the CW is where they're airing that. So without further ado, so if you're ever on the CW, check out it's To The Rescue Is On. I've watched a couple of the like stuff on YouTube and all that. It really is a good project to be doing. So, I mean, there was one time I see they were crates of dogs coming out of an airplane and into the, uh, the reserve so they can get proper treatment and better homes. So, without further ado, dun, 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 we have Jason Habib and Aaron Dalton. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Hey, guys. I, <laughs> hey. I, have missed, I have missed being on this show like you cannot believe. And I'll tell oh, you, Francie, a lot has happened since last we chatted. Indeed. And before we get into uh, talking uh, about kindling with Aaron, and I will say, Aaron is a force in horror. Um, everybody is going to be knowing who Aaron Dalton is here very soon. Um, I can't talk enough up about about Aaron, but but I will a little bit because uh, I, I, she won't say it herself. She's very humble, but she's incredible. She runs a horror production company, both live theater and film. I met Aaron about a year and a half ago at uh, one of my film fests and, and conventions and uh, immediately started working with Aaron, did the uh, live stage production of Fright Night, and uh, uh, Tom Holland actually acknowledged our production, which was amazing. Um, so uh, anyway, but one thing I do want to talk about, a, a film that I want everyone to be watching out for, it's going to start making – the film festival circuit this year. Um, it's a film by another film, another female filmmaker named Lou Simone. It's a film called Nine Windows. It's a, a, a current adaptation of the old Hitchcock movie Rear Window. Um, 
Lou contacted me about a year ago and asked, hey, listen, I'm getting ready to write a new script, and I named my killer after you. And I told Lou, I said, well, you know, there's already a popular killer in horror. His name is Jason. Maybe you've heard of him. Where's a cocky mask? She's like, no, I want to I wanna name him Jason Hignite. I'm like, oh, well, that's wicked cool. Absolutely, you can name your killer Jason Hignite. And uh, so they hired this actor who is an MMA fighter to, to play this horrible serial killer named Jason Hignite. And then about two weeks before they start uh, uh, the shooting the film, Lou calls me and says, hey, uh, we just lost this actor. Do you want to come to Orlando and play a horrible killer named Jason Hignite? And I <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I uh, got to fulfill a dream of playing a, a horrible serial killer. The fact that the killer's name is Jason Hignite is just too friggin' cool. Uh, the film also stars Michael Pere and William Forsythe. Um, so, so be on the lookout for Nine Windows. It's making the festival runs. Uh, and and may I interject because I have seen I have to interject because I've seen the movie and Jason is terrifying. So definitely check it out. He's great in the movie. That's oh, thank you, Aaron. I really love to check out because Jason is such a little teddy bear. Well, he don't is, tell people that, but Francis. he plays an evil don't guy really that. well. <laughs> well, you know, so Aaron has, killed, Aaron has killed me twice now. Aaron likes killing me. So, Aaron, actually, I'm Jason, I have to you. say it's th- it's three times, actually. Oh yeah, you did yeah. kill me in Fright Night too. Yes, you did. Yep, killed exactly. Once, once on stage and twice in the film. And I, yep. I love dying for you, Aaron. There are a few people that I, I get excited <laughs> about dying for. So, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Erin, because Erin has two films right now that I'm quite sure she is anxious to talk up. Um, it, it's amazing that, that uh, somebody already mentioned a Wendigo. Uh, that's a great transition into kindling. Um, so I'm going to hand the reins over to Erin because she can talk about her projects much more eloquently than I can, and I am always proud to work with Erin. So Erin, t- t- take it away. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's so nice to be here with all of you. And, of course, always great talking to Jason, who I consider one of my best friends in the world. Um, but for uh, for the films I've been working on, Kindling, of course, has been mentioned. Um, it's, it's definitely a kind of mysterious, spooky, in-the-woods horror anthology story. Um, but Aside from that, it, I think it's pretty original. It's very cool. Um, as far as anthologies goes, I think we think about anthologies and they're not very connected as far as story, but these are all very tightly interwoven stories written by um, uh, Joseph Zettelmeyer, who is um, an award-winning playwright. We adapted this, um, this script from a play that's called Campfire, um, that's been produced on stage before, and it was uh, co-written by Joseph and Michael Allen Herman, and they're both brilliant writers. So I was really, really happy to be able to take this screenplay and turn it into a film. So we're currently in production with that. We've got one of the four segments filmed, and actually I edited that with our editor for 10 hours today. And I saw Jason, I saw Jason die many times on screen today. <laughs> so we're really, really excited about that one. Um, this, this first segment stars Ann Bobby who starred in Nightbreed. She was Lori. Oh, yeah. um, uh, uh, the, Amazing Clive Barker Nightbreed. Um, so I love Ann Bobby. She took this role and she plays a very kind of scary, witchy character. And um, we also have Lucas Hassel in it, who was a villain on The Blacklist and also okay. in the recent horror movie called Flatface. So um, working with amazing actors like that, they just completely elevate your project and um, I'm really proud of it. I can't wait to do the other three segments. Well, we filmed it up in uh, uh, Joseph Zettelmeyer uh, is up in Michigan who lives in this gorgeous house 
Um, so a lot of the film was shot in, in, in his house in, in Adrian, Michigan. And uh, I've got a very good buddy who was a horror host for a long time up in Michigan, went by the handle Victor Von Scary, and Victor hooked us, Vic hooked us up with a gnarly cabin in the woods, creepy. So we had some great locations, and Michigan really lends itself to a creepy in the woods style uh, story. I agree with so, you on that. I live in Michigan, so I agree with oh, you on yeah. that. Yeah, you got dunes, the Native American folklore, the history, the, the just the look geography alone. Absolutely. Well, you know. well the, the the weather pulled a fast one on us. Uh, Aaron, I'll tell this one story. So, Aaron flew up there a couple of weeks before we were going to be shooting, doing some location scouting, and boy, the the fall foliage was looking so gorgeous, and it was just oh, this is going to be perfect. So she flew back down to Florida, got us all excited. Well, in that short period, there was a really hard, cold snap, and it got real windy. And all those gorgeous leaves that were all over the trees blew out of all of the trees. So, so we, yeah, we came back to make it. that time of year up here. Yeah, we you know, came back to make Two, three good weeks of that, good uh, colorful leaves, and then it's like yeah. shit been brown for the rest of the here. <laughs> well, Jeez. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, well, fortunately, um, and unfortunately, I I had committed to shooting another feature. Uh, so we were in production with that other feature. And so we had just this really tight window um, of being able to shoot kindling and the other feature in the fall. Um, so, you know, we were really taking our chances, like you said, with trying to get um, that, that autumnal and we got it for like the first part of the shoot it looked beautiful and very gloomy um and then the second part of the shoot it literally snowed <laughs> so yeah. uh, lucky for us it, it all worked with the timeline of you know the story that we were shooting and so we didn't have that continuity issue um but we were freezing i mean it was 29 degrees and a lot of our shoot was outside so it was um mm. it was a lot for the florida girl well, poor Lucas. Yeah. Poor Lucas had to shoot well, without his shirt on. <laughs> that guy was really cold. I'm still not well, sorry Aaron, though, because you know that looks pretty good. Well, Lucas well, without a shirt on, I, I can uh, spectacular. Aaron, I, I can definitely uh, feel, feel your pain. I mean, uh, I, I live in uh, Coral Springs, so uh, normally by the by the winter time, if it if it hits sixty, I'm already in in layers. <laughs> Right? Oh, so you're a neighbor. Hey, well, hi. Hello, Pearl. Yeah, hello. How are we doing? How are we doing, neighbor? Very good. Always enjoying the warm Florida weather and, you know, (laughs) watching watching our cold wintry suits today all day was uh, a reminder of how happy I am to live in Florida. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's t-shirt weather. Yep. Well, Aaron, uh, so, uh, uh, Aaron's last film, uh, Grave Digger, it, it's it's available now, right? Yeah. So that is that is another one written by Joseph Settlemeyer. It was um, adapted from a stage play, and this one is about um, Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster and um, what happens at the end. You know, at the end of Frank of the Frankenstein novel, is that he you know, kills all of Victor Frankenstein's family and then, you know, runs off to the frozen north and then we don't know what happens to him. So this kind of picks up from the end of the novel and follows where where did the monster go and what happened to him and where did Victor go? And really it's a kind of a pursuit. You know, Victor is on his way to find the monster, but, you know, in, in the story the monster finds his humanity and Victor loses his humanity. So it's really kind of this battle of, you know, who's who's the human versus who's the monster. And it's a, it's a really cool um, gothic story. And that was my first feature. And it's on Amazon. Awesome. Well, I know I'll be watching tomorrow. Yeah, you have me at Frankenstein. Cool. <laughs> awesome. 
and then how much can you talk so, about your other feature now, Aaron? I can talk about it. Because this one, I I was very lucky to get called in to just play a quick death scene in, in, in this next film. I cannot wait to see it. I haven't seen, I, I've seen maybe like a minute and a half, actually maybe 30 seconds of footage uh, of it, but it looks fantastic. Um, uh, so, Aaron, go ahead and talk about Big Easy Queens. Awesome. So, so Big Easy Queens is um, the feature that I was shooting right before Kindling, and it is a drag queen horror film. Uh, we call it, quote-unquote, glam horror. It's, it's very fun, very, you know, campy horror featuring um, some of the, you know, biggest drag queens that we have down here in South Florida. They're extremely talented. Um, you know, they're, they're on stage all the time. They're wonderful actors, amazing singers. So this is also um, somewhat of a musical. We have several original music numbers in this, but it's about um, – uh, uh, Miss Bouvier, who knew. Whoa! Okay. Can you hear me? What is that? What is that? Is that Mars calling in? Maybe the aliens catch me at Block Talk Radio Studios. I don't know. Dang. <laughs> that was weird, Planet Jupiter, you're on the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Howard Stern calling in again. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there that we go. Guy. You know, <laughs> you make both a good point. We should have done a Jerry Lewis tribute show. Howard Stern probably would have called in for that. Not yeah. Jerry Lewis, Jerry Springer. You said oh, Jerry you Lewis. Know. Jerry Jerry's dead. Very different. Jerry well, Springer. Both, yeah. Jerry Springer's dead. I think both of them are so yeah. <laughs> let's let's generalize and just do a tribute to the Jerry's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll wait till Jerry signs a quote. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before the aliens interrupted us. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, a lot of stuff coming down the pike with, uh, with both uh, the, the, the first episode of Kindling. Um, it, it, it should hopefully start maybe making some film festival rounds this festival season. And uh, we're going to be seeing Big Easy Queens out making some festival runs as well. Possibly, Aaron, right? For sure, for sure. So, yeah, for Big Easy Queens, that's definitely going to hit the festival circuit um, very soon. For Kindling, um, just because that's really part of a feature and we've only shot one segment so far, we're going to um, see what we do with that because, you know, we have three more segments to shoot. But I would like to um, get that first segment out there somehow just because we're still, you know, we want to promote it and, you know, we have that proof of concept now so we can raise funds for the next three segments. And and by the way, I didn't mention, but, you know, our next three segments have people like Ariel Levy, who um, starred in The Green Inferno, which was a scary Eli Roth movie. Um, he's in one of our segments. And we also have Adrian Barbeau in our Wendigo segment. So Ooh, classic. Yeah, yeah. So oh, we're, yeah. we're really excited to work with her, um, but yeah, we're, we're still in the uh, fundraising phase for those other three parts. But this well, is this is kind of amazing not. to me. You, you, I seen the photo that uh, Jason sent for sent for me. I was like, oh, she looks so innocent. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that, that is Aaron's superpower. She is beautiful and gorgeous and sweet and nice, and she smiles at everybody and she makes everybody feel so comfortable. But in her brain, in her mind, she is eviscerating people with lots of blood. And then she does it all to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You should have heard me cackling. You should have heard me cackling as your face got ripped off today, Jason. It looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you loved watching my face getting ripped off. And you know, we did have some great. We did have some great special effects on that on that first run. Um, and not not just the high concept like the monster and gore, but just the, uh, uh, the 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 regular just sort of life makeup or or, or death makeup. It, it all looks fantastic. Had a very talented SFX crew, um, and really everything sound, lighting, it, the the whole. This was probably one, and I've been on a lot of sets for indie films, and this one was. Probably one of the more impressive sets. Everyone had a job to do. Everyone knew their job, and it made we were shooting in, as Aaron was saying, very uncomfortable conditions sometimes. And when you have a crew that is uh, operating as a well-oiled machine, and people know their job, and then jump in to help out with other jobs, it it made those times when it was really uncomfortable. I've, unfortunately, I've developed bad knees, and my character ended up on his knees at one point. And I was in a lot of pain, but but we shot through it, and everybody jumped in and did their jobs. So, um, but yeah, I cannot wait for people to see this. I can't wait to see this, but I love watching myself die. So anyway, I'm weird. I'm weird. Yeah, man, I could have done that ball. Well, you know, think like this: in the worst case scenario, borrow a screenshot of of your face getting ripped off. Use that as your new profile picture, and then write hashtag Mondays. Exactly, that's <laughs> not I a right? bad idea. Mondays, am I right? right. <laughs> exactly. And hey, Thank you. I got to I got to flex a muscle that I haven't done in a long time. So many moons ago, when I was shooting a lot of indie horror stuff in Indiana, I was also offering craft services, and my craft services were only being offered for horror productions, so my craft services company was called Feed the Beast. Um, And I got to breathe that back into life with Aaron's kind indulgence allowed me to feed the crew. I got to play. Not only did I get to die and act with Ann Bobby and Lucas Hassel, I got to play in the kitchen. So that's never a bad thing. I I literally cannot tell you how much – Jason is a master in the kitchen. He is amazing. And the crew said they had never had craft services as good as what was on our set, all because of Jason. (laughs) Well, I made a meatloaf meatloaf one night, and uh, I I made it in the shape of a severed arm. So I just thought that appropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like good eating. There you go. And, and I had a, Anyone listening I had a who needs like, like craft services, like feed the beast. I've got to say, it is it is the best. Oh, Aaron, shucks, thanks. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing like a good good old fashioned roasted arm loaf to begin with. So, uh, oh yeah. yeah, especially when the arm is fresh, you got to get it fresh. Yes, yeah. it oh, gets yeah. really yeah. tough and gangly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and throw some barbecue sauce on and just let that sucker simmer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I I made it I made it, I made a glaze for it that I specifically made very dark red, so it was it was a blood sauce, you know, for the severed arm. But uh, you know, I was I was I was I was gonna make I was gonna make it in the sh- okay I was gonna make it in the shape of a baby, like because I've always wanted to do a meatloaf baby, right? And and right. fill the the inner, the the inner cavity with like pasta, so when you cut into it, all the noodles spill out. But but uh, we all agreed that that it, and as cool of an idea as as it was, we didn't want to trigger anybody, you know. So we did. We, I just went with the severed arm. I thought that was fairly safe. Yeah, if, okay. you, if it was there? a baby, everybody would be like, "Go ahead, cut into it." No, you do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> You do it. Well, how, how about this? Those baby shower cakes how, that they do looks like a real baby. It's like, no, no. <laughs> I don't yeah. want no cake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about, how about funny, it be compromised? 
Go ahead. What's that? No. No. I was gonna have, how about this? Compromise. Do the baby loaf on the next production. Well, I, you know, I, 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 I might. I might. Um, but it's, yeah, so it's, I need to practice, though, because I re- when I made the severed arm, um, it looked cool, but the detail kind of got lost because I actually carved in the meat a severed arm. So I need to practice it a little bit before I do the full baby. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, right, so but, you know, and, and, and have any of you been on, 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 a, on a film set? You know, so many times when craft services comes out, it's like sandwiches and chips. Yeah. Or somebody goes to oh. Subway and buys a big uh, platter. Oh, man. You, oh, yeah. Ship them is cold outside. you got to give people hot meals, you know. And, and uh, the bread. Yeah. So, and, and plus, I just love to play in the kitchen. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a large guy, and I'm a large guy because I love what I do in the kitchen. But then again, <laughs> never trust never trust a skinny chef. Never trust a skinny chef exactly. and never trust a bald barber. So <laughs> I've never heard that one before. That's a great one. They a, a skinny chef and a bald barber, they have no respect for what they do. I'm sorry, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So there we go. That's my yeah, two cents. <laughs> yeah, he's probably <laughs> gonna be hair in and you might come out with something wrong. Motherfucker with all your hair. Oh, bitch. Cut that shit off. <laughs> no, that, that's so going really great. To, it sounds really exciting. Well, listen, going back to when uh, we did uh, Fright Night on the stage, and every anyone who is, claims to be a horror fan, if they don't put their hand up when you say Fright Night, then I will personally remove their horror fan club card from them. Yeah. Because that's just one of the best horror films ever made. But we Absolutely. were in, let me a production of the stage adaptation, but the first production was done by the playwright who adapted this. Is that right? Correct. Yes, James Michael. Schubert. Okay, so yeah, um, so we were playing with a script that really. Again, it had only been done once before us, and uh, and we were in a, uh, for the most part, it's a black box theater, and I think his his original stage was a pretty voluminous stage, so uh, the challenge of kind of compressing everything down, but I'm telling you, it was so brilliant, the, the, the stage design, the lighting, oh, it was incredible, and the fact, oh, the fact that Tom Holland reached out on, was it Twitter? And acknowledge our show. Yes. Oh my! When, when Tom Holland tips his cap to you, I was there the day that Aaron realized that happened, and you have never seen a grown woman turn into a twelve-year-old girl so quickly. <laughs> Just that. that yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. I guess we should clarify: this is Tom Holland, the writer-director, and not Tom Holland, the actor that we're talking about. By the way. Oh yeah, we do need to. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> not not the current iteration of Spider-Man. Um, exactly. Yeah. Still, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Fright Night yeah. was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I was an '80s kid, you know, so Fright Night was something that that lived on my VCR constantly. So. Nice. And I got I got to tell some, some of the coolest some of the coolest stuff. I've done a lot of live theater. Uh, I love doing horror theater. Horror theater has its challenges. Aaron can talk ad nauseum about doing horror theater but the coolest part about well not well, one of the coolest things was if you guys remember the movie fright night when they yeah. end up in that that dance club right and that uh-huh. part of the play we invited the entire audience to come down and be the dancers in the in the club and the actors oh, acted man. around acted around the audience while that club scene was going on and that was amazingly awesome. That all came out of Aaron's brain. Wow. Wow. That is yeah. pretty badass. It was it was so much fun and I'm yeah, my my audience down here in South Florida, they've they've a lot of them have been audience members with me for, you know, ten years or so. So 
you know, they knew we, they know we like to do crazy things. I love to do immersive theater and they kind of expect to somehow get involved in a show when I do it. So, you know, it's not like you have to really like pull teeth to, to get them out there. They're, they're expecting to be involved somehow. And, and they did not let us down. They, they would jump on stage with the actors and, um, and come play with us. And it, it, it was a, it was so much fun. That's actually pretty badass. I've got, I gotta say, hands <laughs> down, that's pretty yeah. badass. No, it was, it was so fun. It was so fun. And an honor to be involved in a production of a movie that was so pivotal for 80s horror, you know? So yeah, I, I, I tried yeah. to, I'm, I, I am networked with Chris Sarandon. I don't know Chris Sarandon, but I've, I've, I've worked with him, but I networked with him, and I tried like hell to to get Chris somehow. But yeah, I'm sorry, Aaron. I really tried. I really tried. Oh my gosh! It, you know what? Just hearing from Tom Holland was amazing. And by the way, I just have to shout out to Jason. He played Billy Cole, and his death scene was epic. He got to like be the exploding slime guy on stage. It was really fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was kind of fun. I melted slash exploded. I, I don't think he ever wants to see um, an Alka-Seltzer again in his life. But No, no. And I, you know what? I, I, I later read, Aaron, that you're not supposed to eat Alka-Seltzer tablets. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> But but there's no better way to get your mouth to froth immediately. Trust me, those things explode in your mouth. But yeah, apparently that's bad for you. So yeah, sorry. (laughs) Well, glad you lived. Right on camera. (laughs) I lived. I did. (laughs) I lived. This is so cool being back on the show again. I just got to say I love you so much. We we love you. In fact, um, if I don't say this to you, there was a message that was posted, um, a comment that was posted when we posted it on the uh, Black Bed Sheet Books website. It is from Raina Young. And if I don't give you her oh. message, she's probably going to come and kill me tomorrow. Raina, Miss Misery from San Francisco. She's an amazing yeah, yeah. horror host. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I I love. I have never met Raina face to face. We have corresponded many times, but she uh, she is an incredible horror host. Does such a great uh, well everything that she does out in the San Fran area is amazing. She just released a, a book about her uh, being Miss Misery. So, well, I will uh, I'll tip my cap to. Uh, Serena in this misery. So thank you for letting me know that. Hey, have you heard from Ron Fitzgerald yeah, she, recently? She, she, she said she loves you. Oh, well, she's uh, a I sweetie. Messaged, she's I amazing. Ron. I messaged Ron. Uh, I let him know you going to be on the show. I was checking to see if he's online. He hasn't really been online. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. So, he, he, he just did his Hellraiser trick over the weekend, though. So he's still around. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, great, great horror illusionist. His, his yeah. illusions are amazing. He's a great actor, too. Uh, anyway, I was kind of hoping to run into Ron on here. So that's uh, all right. Yeah, Next Ron, time. Ron's a great guy. In fact, it was uh, Ron in, uh, um, introduced me to you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what's that like? I'm not Eight sure years? if he's still the. It's it's been a minute, Francie. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's probably getting closer to ten, but I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 back there a little bit in the, the uh, back there in the bong resin somewhere. It's back there. Yeah. Wow, that is man. Time just flies by when you're having fun. It does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Tom Sawyer had to leave us. He's not feeling well, so he had to go. So we hope you feel better, uh, Tom. Wake up refreshed. Well, if Tom Sawyer ever gets his commission that he is owed from, from, the, from Getty Lee and Rush, 
I'm sure he'll feel much better. <laughs> oh, without a doubt, yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're you know, he, he just has to remember us when he clears when it, once the check clears. That's all. Once yeah. the check clears, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> be our best friend. <laughs> no, right. Nah, we love Precisely. Tom. Well, hey, so uh, got some things put down the pipe. We're about to talk about. Um, I'm still involved in, in indie horror film festivals. Um, we tried to launch a uh, horror convention in Miami, Florida. It was going to be the first horror convention in Miami, and we did. But I think we're still a little too close to the, the, the pandemic time because the turnout wasn't uh, that great. We had a lot of guests, uh, uh, some of our celebrity guests had to back out. But we did get to continue with The Sin, so we took Sinister Nights and did The Sin, the Sin Film Festival. Um, and that that is still going strong. Um, we do all indie horror in all of its guises, everything from exploitation films to dark sci- sci-fi to dark comedy and such. Um, our awards are based on the Seven Deadly Sins. Um, so we're kind of leaning into sort of the, the gimmick of, of the Sin Film Fest. But uh, that's going to be coming up again later on, probably this fall. It'll be this fall. I don't know the exact dates yet because the venue is changing. But... Uh, um, if you are a fan of indie horror, please get out and support indie horror film festivals. Um, they are a very important part of uh, the filmmaker's journey. And I tell people every time I launch a, uh, another one of these film festivals, I tell the audience that they are a crucial part of the filmmaking process. The audience is the period at the end of the sentence. These filmmakers and actors and producers and special effects artists and gaffers and fest boys and on and on and on do all of this work to tell this story for an audience. So the audience is the recipient of this hard work. Ergo, they are, they're the, the, the final part of the filmmaking process. So, so if you love horror and you enjoy any horror, get out there and go to horror film festivals. There's, they're all over the country, so there's no excuse to not go to one. Um, yeah. So there you go. I just want to get that plug out there. Um, and then, Aaron, I know you got other stuff coming on the pike too. Um, really, just trying to get the the movies fully done, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. We've got hopefully film festival circuit that we're going to be running this fall into um, winter. And then we'll see what happens. But we are in development for another feature that hopefully I can talk about soon. But I'm I'm excited. It's, it's nice to know that there's something else coming behind these films because you want to kind of birth your babies and you know get them out on their own and get them you know living their own lives. Then you can go back and you know start at the drawing board with something new. So I mean I want to always keep creating. I don't want to stop and you know film festivals are awesome but i also also want to get back behind the camera and and creating more things well there is going to be i don't know how much of this we can talk about but there is a fundraising campaign pretty hardcore that's coming up yeah for for the for the next three segments of singing um um yes i mean we'll see right i mean if, if we can actually get the whole thing funded in one uh, crowdfunding campaign that would be amazing but if not we'll just keep going segment by segment until we get the whole thing put together um, but yeah that's that's going to be coming up in September so we're laying all the groundwork um, to hopefully come out of the gate strong with uh, the crowdfunding campaign and, and have some cool rewards for people some unique rewards that you know will hopefully get them excited and want them to um, come play with us and be part of this whole process. Now, uh, Jay, you know, I want to ask you uh, just real quick with uh, with the uh, with the Sin Fest and everything. And Aaron, you thank you for uh, kind of giving me this reminder. Um, I know, like for uh, for myself, I've got a few uh, screenplays um, under my belt and everything else, but uh, I'm still new to the uh, industry, so I don't even know. I'm not sure if I can be able to get it uh, turned into a uh, film or anything like that. But do you accept screenplays into the festival at all? You know, we're, we're building up to that. 
Um, the, those festivals that accept screenplays, if they do it right, it takes a small army of people um, who are not only interested in reading a bunch of scripts, but people who know how to read a script and know how to give feedback, constructive feedback, and, and know how to properly evaluate something. And uh, I tell you, it's it, it's difficult to find people. It's difficult enough to find people who are willing to be uh, a, a selection committee for the films. Uh, finding people who are willing to be a a, 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 a a judging committee for screenplays. If if I can't do it right, I don't want to do it. Now, I do want to do it though. I'm just still trying to find the right people. But there are a lot of, of great film fests that that do that. Um, I would I would uh, uh, turn your attention to um, uh, Nightmares um, okay. Film Fest out of Columbus, Ohio, um, and uh, Jason Tostevin runs that uh, film festival. Brilliant, brilliant guy. Um, so I would I would start there, and then uh, probably uh, Austin Revolution uh, down down in Texas. Uh, now there they do more than horror. But they're a very large film festival, so I would, I would check out those two first. Um, hey, Jason, oh, okay. if I may, yeah. um, another another pretty big one that is is really good for screenplays is Slam Dance. Oh yeah. Ooh. All right. Yeah, yeah Slam Dance runs it runs concurrently with Sundance. They're both in Park City. Um, but Slam Dance has a really nice screenplay competition, um, and everything I've heard is that they're very fair. And um, that, you know, my gosh, if you can get a screenplay looked at by them, that's you're doing pretty good. Yeah, sweet. Well, well, thank you guys. So keep your fingers crossed. Hey, absolutely. That's we are <laughs> here to help. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> Take it and run. Go with it. Hey, if you're going to be at Motor City Nightmares, I might actually be up there uh, this later on. Um, I've moved back to Indiana. I'm just just down here in Indianapolis. It's not that far up to Detroit. Um, So, uh, yeah, and if if I can talk him into it, I think uh, Joe Zettelmeyer, who Aaron was talking about as the, the writer of a lot of the stuff that we've been working on, um, I might drag him over with me because he just lives up in Michigan as well. So, um, and, and if we're there, we'll make sure to come to your table and harass you. Actually, that's Tom who's from Michigan. But I think yeah. Tom oh, was, actually. Yeah, Tom had a better. All right, well, Tom, if you're listening, Tom, if you're listening, um, <laughs> watch out because I'm going to come. You think, think you feel bad now. Whoa, he, you don't even know. You think you yeah, William and Tom, everybody mistakes those two all the time. I know. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, that yeah. Tom does you know, go to Although I can actually do a really great Tom impression, so. Uh, <laughs> you know, should, should I ever have to? Should I ever have to portray him in a film? I could actually do it pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You always, always got confused of William and Tom. Who's talking to me? You guys do kind of sound a little bit alike. I will note that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so I've heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen. Hey, listen. Also, if you're wanting to get your scripts out there, um, yeah, I, I've been very blessed in the, the years that I've been running uh, horror film festivals and been in, involved in, in horror conventions and such. I've I've gotten to meet a lot of people and I've gotten to know a lot of very talented indie filmmakers. And uh, I can also send you, uh, I can get your contact information out to filmmakers. I know there are a couple of them out there that are always looking for stuff to produce. So, uh, awesome. in fact, also... Mm, another place to send, send, send whichever script that you like the best, whatever you think is yeah. the best one. Um, Joe Bob Briggs is always looking for for good scripts, and, and uh, um, he is the most connected person in any horror that is living today. 
And uh, oh, was, if he if he I, if, if he uh, if he gives a nod to your script, you can almost guarantee it's going to get made. So um, I can also get you. Uh, I can get this all to Francie, but I can get you uh, his uh, contact information for his people. So wow. oh, sweet, good stuff. Yeah, de- definitely. You know, um, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of the pieces uh, that honestly, I, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit I was actually laughing at. Um, our uh, mutual friend Joey Ruiz put me up to it by uh, letting me borrow his um, some of his antiques. So uh, I did a. Uh, I borrowed some uh, Kachina dolls that he had, and I did mm-hmm. a, a, a full full piece, and it's basically, uh, for the lack of a better word, I did uh, American Pickers meets The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, next time you see Thank Joey, you. You, you tell him that Jason says hi, man. There are a few things, there are several things I'm going to miss about not being in Florida. In his shop way back when, I, I will definitely miss that. Well, I'm, I'm going to be going in there uh, this week, so I'll, I'll be sure to get, send him your regards. Please do, man. Please do. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. That he is. You know, it's, uh, you know, good Lord, yeah. his shop is you know, is a whole new world, a whole other level of temptation. <laughs> oh gosh, I have taken so many of my 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 friends that visit that are horror. In fact, when Joe Joe Zettelmeyer came down, I think the first time he came down when I was in uh, hooked up with this crew. That was the, one of the first places I took him, and I could not get him to leave. Uh, Joe is a, a horror addict like we all are, you know. And uh, so oh, yeah. that's, uh, that, that's one of the stops, the must-be stops. I can't believe it's like we're doing a commercial right now for, for way back when in Margate, Florida. Stop by and see <laughs> Joe's horror, <laughs> awesome, horror awesome. in the, yeah. in the shops of Margate Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> Joey owes us both fifty bucks now, man. I'm telling you, yeah. That that, that sounds fair enough. So, Aaron, yeah. since you're down since you're down this way, if you haven't been, you're gonna have to swing up there at least once. Absolutely, I'd love to. Yeah, you walk in the no. door, turn left, and then you're in horror. Oh my goshness! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right yeah. on. Bring a tissue, though. Bring a tissue, you may end up drooling. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, yeah. that's oh, yeah. normal. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, we're, I know we're getting to the end uh, of, of our, our hour here. Um, I can hang on, but Erin uh, uh, has got kids that uh, she needs to go tend to. So, Erin, uh, uh, thank you so much for joining me on this, and I will talk to you soon. Always Always a great opportunity to talk to you any chance. So I miss you terribly. So thank you for being on the show, uh, joining well, me on this. Thanks for having me. Um, if anyone wants to follow us, it's kindlingmovie.com or for me, infinite-abyss.org. I'm Infinite Abyss Productions. So thanks, everybody. It was so great meeting all of you, and um, hopefully we'll get to uh, meet in person one of these days. Yes, Sounds Aaron, good. Aaron, you have been delightful. Oh, thank you. Well, so have you. And maybe we can we can get Aaron as a guest next time and have Jason as doing so with the both of you again. Wherever Aaron goes, I will follow. All right, that sounds fair enough. Well, thank you again, everybody. It was great chatting with all of you. Well, likewise, Aaron. Huh? It was great meeting you. Bye, guys. Everyone, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, we we are about to uh, be cut off here. Um, I would like to announce that we were number two. Number two tonight. Number two out of 34 pages with, like, 20 shows Oh, no, 139 pages with 20 shows on each one of them. We were number two. The, we were beaten by, I can't read it, Urata Rufusu, but 
Yeah, but we're number two in uh, popularity in the ratings right now. Out of 139 pages with 20 shows on each one of those pages, we are sitting comfortably at number two. I'll take that. I'll take that. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, my dear. Uh, my, my dear, I, I, I am going to have to, unfortunately, gracefully bid you an adieu. Um, uh, but it was such a pleasure. Please, I beg you, ask me to do this show again. Um, oh, I would, most definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And, gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Yep. Somebody please give my love to Ron Fitzgerald. Tell that that, that uh, he, he likes to say his... his his dark, sticky insides. And, uh, yeah, I, I miss his dark, sticky insides. Yep. And then uh, well, please let Raina know that I love her, too. So, yeah. I, I, um, already, I already messaged her on Facebook, and I said, guess what? Jason loves you, too. Duh. Duh. Yeah, I love that girl. I love that girl. Duh. All right, guys. You take care. All right, and, 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 and William, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harass Joey for me, please, please. Out of all love, right. out of love, a lot of love. So, <laughs> all right, guys, you take care, nope. and I hope to talk to you all again here real soon. Okay. All, all right, right sounds good, man. All right, bye okay, bye. Okay, bye. You know, you know why everybody says I love Jason. Well, yeah, he's a cool guy. Because you love Jason. <laughs> yeah, I love Jason. Exactly. All right, William, thank you. Thank you for coming here. I know that you're having, you know, stuff going on in your personal life, but I definitely thank you for coming here. Well, no, thank you as always for uh, for having me. I mean, uh, you know, believe me, it's, it's, it's always fun to hang with, with the family and stuff and just have some fun like this. Yeah. Yeah, that that this was definitely a good show. This is definitely going to go down in the pictures. One of the best shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't agree more. Yeah. A lot more. A lot more coming. Um, I think next week I'm going to get uh Eddie Lingwell back on with uh um with uh you know that that really cool guy that was in his movie. Yeah, and yeah, because I think he's got a slog awakened that just uh, finished. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, William. Nick. Good night, Francis. Good night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you I'm here. Good? I've just been publishing, <laughs> and so yeah. I've been listening and I've been working on books. So yeah, hi and and hello and bye and all that. Bye. It was a great uh, show it, though. It was awesome. It was. it was an awesome show. It was absolutely. And uh, we will send it out with the classic. Hello again. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. <laughs> Whoa, 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 stop, stop, Luna, we can't play if you bite Koopa, we don't ever want to bite our friends, don't, don't, don't bite your friends, don't,